Welcome to our podcast, She Inspires. A podcast created to inspire community, connection, empowerment, and courage. Designed for women who are committed to standing tall, living bravely, dreaming big, and celebrating life fully. I'm Gina Marie. And I'm Haley. Hi! Hi, everybody! We're so happy to be with you today. So happy all the time. Yes, and um, Haley has been gone from me for three weeks, so the fact that we're back together is just, just the best. It is the best. You know, when I was gone to, I was talking about our podcast with Nancy and Amar, and they were like, yep, you guys are so excited. And I was like, oh. Every time. Every time. We said, every time we're so excited. It's one of our most important things. We are excited. And we haven't done this in a couple weeks. And so I'm I'm thrilled to be back and to be back in Houston and be back home with everyone and to see everyone and to be back to recording new podcast episodes for y'all. Yes, and being inspired. And today we have such an inspiring female entrepreneur we have jenny with us from dance house fitness whoop, and it's just blowing up blowing it's up. just blowing up i know you know it <laughs> if you don't get on instagram right now jenny you want to say hey hi guys hey. i'm so so excited to be here with she inspires i almost just got teary-eyed listening to y'all because um the power of what you're saying is so true like what you stand for what you're creating um i'm right there with you mm-hmm. i feel it we know it's, you are it's super deep for we me so yeah amazing we're just so so thrilled to get to connect with you and like i said like you are making such a big contribution mm. in houston it's mm-hmm. wild it's wild it um something so small that you can think about and envision to start coming to life and seeing it come to life has been i mean i've told you girls like it's been life changing mm. um in the most impactful way for me I think but also I think for the people that are a part of it yes. and it sounds cheesy but I feel like everyone's a part of it not from like a you don't have to be a client to be a part of it but like what I stand for what I want what I'm creating it's like you say it's deeper than just the surface level um, I'm super excited to share with you guys a little bit about me and yes. like just chat with our friends and like yes. for our, people to hear our and our listeners yeah it's amazing it's amazing. Let's just dive right in. Yes. Can we hear about your story? Yeah. So um, it's crazy because I don't think a lot of people know this, but um, my real name is actually Evgenia Alexandrovna Mayansk. So that's my Say maiden one name. One more time. Yeah. Love it. Evgenia Alexandrovna Mayansk is my maiden name. Amazing. Now I'm Evgenia Alexandrovna Sanchez. So let me start with that. Yeah. So Evgenia Alexandrovna Sanchez is my name now that I just got married six months ago. But um, what, who am I? Where am I from? Right. So you're like, wait, hold on. So I speak Russian fluently. Yeah. Hi. Whoop. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, my parents immigrated here to the U S when I was two years old. So I was actually born in Minsk, Belarus. Mm-hmm. Um, my parents immigrated here with absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, ultimate incredible rags to riches, which is the fundamental of why I am who I am. Um, they're both brilliant engineers. Um, but however, when they moved here, they had a newborn, like mm-hmm. no money. We lived in an awful, terrible area, but, um, and we had a host family for several mm-hmm. years and basically, um, I'm Jewish. So it was through the Jewish um, community center. It was a family that helped us get on our feet and it's, it's still actually going on where people like help others get on their wow. feet. And so my dad's first job was a pizza hut delivery guy mm. for four years. Mind you, he went to like the MIT of Russia. Like he was, a, he's a genius, he's a smart individual, um, petroleum engineer by background. And my mom was like, worked in a shoe warehouse. Yeah. So here I am like two years old with the most hardworking parents already. Mm. Like that was instilled from me from birth. Yeah. And, um, as I got older, my parents started getting more opportunities. My parents both got engineering jobs. And, and then, this was here in Houston. Yeah. So this oh, is here awesome. in Houston. So I'm actually, my children will be first generation. Wow. So, um, I'm an immigrant. Like mm-hmm. I am, I immigrated here when I was two, even though I was young. So yeah, I mean, the idea of risk has been with me mm-hmm. since, um, a child, the idea of like taking on a challenge and, um, and uh, figuring it out has been with me since I was young, even though I don't remember all the hard times, you know, they were there and they were created to make me stronger as I got older. I am an only child because my parents couldn't afford to have more kids at the time. Um, by the time they got on their feet and were able to really like right. live, it was obviously <laughs> later in the game. They're like, we're not going to be old. <laughs> <Right> <laughs> now. Yeah. So, um, 
yeah, my parents got established, starting getting, got into the career of the engineering world, um, which, you know, for my family, the idea of being in corporate America was godsend. I mean, that was like the dream because it was what created the lifestyle that they have now. You know, my dad's like in upper management. He basically runs shop now and my mom is doing fantastic. And so, um, we moved to Sugarland when I started kindergarten. Um, and so that's where things kind of took a turn, um, for my parents. Sugarland's a great area. I mean, right. We went from like a really terrible area to like our first home, um, which was a big deal for them. They bought their mm-hmm. first home, things happened. And so as I'm growing up, um, the biggest thing that my parents always said, like, I was just like a dancing machine. Like <laughs> dance was like, you throw on music. I was putting on a show, putting on outfits, like thought that every living room space was like my own stage, mm-hmm. like in the shower, I'd be sing- like singing and dancing for hours. So dance became quickly a really big part of my life since a really young age. Um, I started dancing when I was two. Um, and it really was more to me about being an outlet to express mm-hmm. and create than it was like at a younger age, at least like from a competitive level. Like I wasn't right. looking to be like the best dancer in the world. Like I was looking to have fun and mm-hmm. like hang out with my girlfriends. And I feel like that's kind of carried with me obviously for years to come. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, so I, yeah, I grew up, um, in Sugarland. I went to, um, Colony Bend Elementary. I went to Fort Settlement Middle School, and then I went to Clements. And I was Lieutenant Colonel of our dance team there for three years. And I did studio dance, um, like at two or three different studios, competitive dance for all through my high school years and whatnot. Went off to college, went to Texas Tech University, and majored in energy commerce. And I can't tell you. So that's basically like um, it's a landman by title, but it, I did in-house work. But anyways, long story short, it's for my dad. He basically was like, you're doing something in oil and gas because mm. he, that's where he made his life. Right? right. That's like what he believed in. And, you know, coming from like a Jewish family also, um, Jewish immigrant family, like my parents were like, you're going to be, a, I mean, the t- typical stereotype, doctor, lawyer, attorney, um, mm-hmm. like, uh, or something in oil and gas. Like that's it. Those yeah. are the options, but it's true. I mean, it's funny, but it's true. Or like, you're going to be an entrepreneur, but not in my family. Like entrepreneurship was like, not happening. Like you're going to have a job. <laughs> um, because that's where he saw, but success. that's, and that's where he saw success. And that's so, all he wants for you. Right. And that's what, and he was like, I know you're going to get out and you're going to, even if you're quote unquote going to be an unhappy at first, it's going to, for him, it was like the mm-hmm. idea of like, I know you're going to be stable. You're going to have a yes. good backing. You're yes. always going to have a job. If you're, we know that about dads. You know, we, yeah, yeah. Like we talk about like dads that a lot. Too. Yeah. Like, I mean, for him, it was like, I want you to be able to, yes. to have something in your life that you don't have to worry because mm-hmm. they worried their whole lives until they yes. figured it out. Right. So, um, yeah, I studied energy commerce, got super involved in college and, that was a big part of my life. I was in student government. I was a Kappa, Kappa, Kappa Gamma, like really involved, um, loved tech, loved my experience. It was a great four years um, and had the opportunity to intern with ExxonMobil um, my junior year and then got hired on for my senior year. So after I was graduating, I already had a job. Things were like looking great, right? And um your life completely changes when you go into the real world. By the oh, way. in case God. any of y'all didn't know, you're like, oh my God, life is so great. Oh, I'm in school. I have my backpack. I'm going to hit class. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to hang so out with great. friends. I miss what, like people complain about school. school. I'm like, I'll, I love yeah, school. So let's trade life. Let's hang out. Let's yes. go. I want to go back to school. Um, and like, you know, obviously and all the homework and all the extra <laughs> stuff, but like, you don't, you don't have responsibilities. So you have no responsibility. Mm-hmm. You don't have any true responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Your responsibilities are to make it to class, study, and like, you know, yeah. have fun with your friends and like live the life, right? Like the reality of you being responsible for yourself as far as like financially and like, well, some people are, I, mm-hmm. I can say that I'm very blessed that my parents helped me through school and mm-hmm. I'm really thankful for that. So I don't want to say that's for everyone's case, but in my case, mm-hmm. like I had the opportunity to really just study, get good grades, make it through school. Like the purpose was my parents were like, you get a job. And I had the the help from them, mm-hmm. which was huge for them. Like mm-hmm. to be able to pay for college for, yes. for coming from nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and what college is, it's such a growth. I think for everyone, oh my gosh. it's like a playground. And it is. I mean, let's talk, right? Like 
in college, you, you learn the most about your, I mean, I was like basically out of state. I was nine hours away. So I wasn't like a hop on a bus or like get in a car, go home. I only took my car home during like winter and summer breaks yeah. because mm-hmm. it was nine it's hours. A long drive. Yeah. It was a long drive. And so, um, yeah, I mean, I had to discover who I was going to be. Some of my best friends I made through that time because you go through so much life changing, um, you know, and all, and all things of that sort. And so, yeah, I would say totally on that page with like figuring it out. I mean, and then, so my senior year along with that, I, so where the Fatista come from, right. Which is like my blog that I've ran before Dance House Fitness was created. So the Fatista started right after college because in two years, so I was like opposite. I like lost all this weight freshman and sophomore year and then like went through a heartbreak and junior and senior year in two years gained like 40 pounds. Like it was like Mm -hmm. a very significant weight gain. And I was just like so unhappy. Like I was still like a positive individual and like super – me, but I was like, I want better for myself from like the outside in, like not just because of like the physical, but like mm-hmm. all of it. Like I just want to feel good, right? Um, so I took on this like journey of losing weight, which um I started posting on my personal Instagram, mm-hmm. which was Jay Mayans, which I now I think I changed it because obviously like not it's um, DHF Jenny, um, and I had several friends, which is hilarious how things happen, right? that were like, oh my God, you post too many meals. Mm. Oh my gosh, you're like, nobody wants to know about your transformations. And it really stung. And like, if they listen to this, it's fine. Because guess mm-hmm. what? From that came me creating another account. And I was like, that's fine. Don't fucking follow me here. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Like, mm-hmm. And it's funny because all of them ended up following that account. <laughs> right? Like that happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that account, the Fatista, came out of basically a personal weight loss journey where I would post food and post um, – you know, how, how I'm changing myself that slowly started to take a shift. Like as I started getting healthier and as things were happening, it also became an outlet for other really women for the most part. Mm -hmm. I'm sure I have some male followers, um, but really women to get inspired to be like, Hey girl, like I need to hear the same things that you're putting out there because I too am working on myself. And it's Mm -hmm. not just when you're on a weight loss story or any kind of like, um, like physical transformation, it is so much more than the physical. And that's where, that's where people get it wrong. They're like, Oh my God, I'm going to lose 20 pounds. I'm just going to eat right. I'm just going to work out. But it's like, you have to get your mind on board. You have to, you have to start eliminating negative thoughts. You have to go through a complete transformation from inside out and your mind and everything. And when I took that to heart, things changed. So Mm. when I started corporate America, when I got back to Houston, I worked at Exxon Mobil started August 6th, 2012. I'll never forget. Mm. No, yeah, 12. Um, that's the only date I remember. And then I remember my quitting day. Like, <laughs> right. Um, and I was back on track. I was feeling great. I'd lost like 50 pounds after college. And in about two years, the Fatista was like growing significantly. My passion for health, fitness, and helping others mm-hmm. was growing. And um, so about a year and a half at Exxon, they um, asked me to relocate to Fort Worth mm-hmm. to work for XTO, which at that time was like merged with the company, all the things. And at that time, I'd already been um, dating Carlos, who is now my husband, for like also like a year and a half. We dated like we started dating July 27th of 2012, 12, 13, 14, 15, 13. So, like, a year after I got back to Houston, we started kind of dating, whatever. I asked him out. Like, it's a whole different story. Oh my I literally asked him on our first date, um, told him I had free tickets to Dave Matthews, and 100% paid for them, and 100% asked. <laughs> Go, girl. So many red flags, yeah, because he made me pick him up. Carlos, you're going to listen to this, and you're going to laugh, but I always – he's like, stop telling everyone. I'm like, I'm really proud of myself. I asked him out. I picked him up. I took him to the concert. I took him home. All the things. Oh, yeah. What a amazing. date. You what are. a date, right? I was like, gosh, you, he had no work. I asked him to be my boyfriend, too. He, like, did nothing. That. Did you propose to him? No, I didn't have to do that. <laughs> he got on one and he made that happen. But that just shows who I am, right? Like, yeah. if I want something, I'm going to go after it. And, like, I'm not afraid of mm. failure because 
I would rather try something, go after it and fall face first, knowing I tried. Yeah. And that's happened. I've plenty of times been like, oh, that's never going to work again. Don't (laughs) ever do that. Which I feel like should be part of everybody's method of living because Mm -hmm. not trying something, not going for it, you have no idea what's standing on the other side. Even if it's – you should start really small. You should start so small that as you grow, it scares you because you're like, wait a second. Why is – why are things going great? Like, Mm -hmm. what's happening? What am I doing right to, like, deserve this? Like – but the reality is, is if you build the foundation and it starts really small, it's going to grow because you're investing what you believe mm-hmm. in. No matter, like your your goal isn't to be a multimillionaire. Your goal mm-hmm. isn't to be um, all over like the biggest fitness studio. Your goal is to create a foundation that is going to create that ultimately because there's no other way, right? Like that's where you're headed because there's no other choice. You just You're said everything. something, Jenny, that I love is that we have a saying in Baptiste Yoga, Baron says it, Baron Baptiste. Yeah. He says, you have to be willing to show up and suck oh, in 100%. order to be willing to show up and shine. Mm-hmm. And it says, it doesn't say show up and suck. It's you have to be willing to show up. And yeah. Suck. You have to be willing to show up and suck and be like fine with it. And because likely a lot of times you may suck. Yeah. And other times you may just nail it. Rock it. Yeah. And if it's not even willing to try and show up and do the thing, then like you're saying, there's, yeah, never know. Yeah. Which kind of goes into where I am now. Right. Because after, so I moved, Carlos and I obviously stayed together. We did long distance for 10 months. I ended up being like, okay, Mm. there's no potential for me to come back with this company. Um, and I was already unhappy. Mm. I was already finding so much joy in fitness and Mm -hmm. health and, and who I was becoming. Um, that was what I was excited to do after work. I can't wait to get in, like, into the gym. Right. I can't wait to go You're take like my favorite at the workout class because that was creating such happiness within mm-hmm. me. And it was starting to create happiness within the Batista community that I was starting to build the following. Um, and I think that people followed me because it's funny. This is the best compliment. Oh, my God. You're just like you are mm-hmm. on social. Like, what you see is what you get. Like, which I think is the most authentic way to be. Yeah. If you're seeing me and you're connecting with me through social media or whatever the case might be, and then you meet me and you're like, wait, this is like the exact same individual. Mm-hmm. That's when you nailed it. Mm-hmm. Because when you're trying to, I mean, no offense to all these bloggers and these people around the world doing like all these social, but like that is a lot of that is like not authentic and not real. And when you meet those individuals, you're like, damn, like that doesn't, it's not like sitting mm-hmm. with me well because what I see and what I get is so different. Yeah. Um, so well, I think that's why connection, authenticity. Right. I mean, I, for as long as I am, like anyone, I've always been like, check me if you don't feel like I'm being authentic because that's my goal. Like I, that's what I want. I get that from you, Jenny, even just sitting here. Like yeah. I know there's something and I was like, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I talk to you about something. Yeah. Like, hey, did that work? Did something like. You just be like, all right, what you got? Let's mm-hmm. talk about it. Mm-hmm. Let's get it. Let's talk about it and move forward. That's how I am. And um, I wouldn't say I'm a confrontational person in a negative way. Mm-hmm. I'm, I don't like to sit on things. Like I, even if I have like a, some sort of dispute with someone or like, I'm like in a fib with someone, like honestly, more so than not, I'll be the first one to be like, look, probably didn't handle that great. Mm-hmm. Like, sorry about like kind of being like, mm-hmm. but usually I'm like that because I'm passionate about it. So I'm like defensive, but and I'll check myself and be like, damn, like, I'm sorry. I, I, I got real, I got real passionate about it, but like, you're right, you know? So, but that's, that's what I want. I want that to be the case. So yes. I'm, I'm glad that that's how it is or what I feel like it is. Well, that's something I've learned from Gina Marie. Yeah. Excellent about that. And you always have been Gina Marie about, that's what I've learned from you. Yeah. Sometimes my default is to not say anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not even to avoid confrontation, simply to be like, okay, let me look in and see on my side what it is yeah. that I need to work on. Or yeah, yeah. Like, instead of just coming in and being like, oh, hey. Yeah. Like, I'm upset with you with this, or that hurt my feeling. Yeah. Or, or I apologize for saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or for snapping or for doing whatever. Mm-hmm. And Gina Marie, you're phenomenal Thank you with that. so much. Yeah. Like, I really take something it does that. it does because there's individuals that will even if they're 100% wrong or maybe they're not but they don't want to talk about it and I'm like I can't mm-hmm. I mean my mom and I for example we're like 
we're so close. I'm an only child. We're so close. Like we can World War Three fights. Mm. And then we're like, I'm like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> like I literally, and I mean, yeah, I mean, that's life. Like you gotta, yeah. And then like, but you also have to be like understanding to the fact that like, you're not always gonna be right. Mm-hmm. To be authentic and true to the fact that there's gonna be times where you just have to come up, come out there and be like, oh man. That wasn't well, the best way to handle it. And that, you have to you know? take a stand not only for yourself, but for the people that mm-hmm. you're in a relationship mm-hmm. with. Like a Man. lot of times I think about that. I'm like, you're too important to me yeah. to not share this with yeah. because it will divide us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just not willing yeah. to let that happen. Yeah, 100%. So anyways, yeah, so God, that makes me feel – I just like love talking about stuff like that. <laughs> no, hey, this is why we do this. It's just like <laughs> – Oh, it just feels so good. I know. To be on the same page and know that for a lot of people that is really important because that is so important to me. Um, so anyways, I left Exxon, came here. I was already unhappy, right? But like I'm looking for this new job and I'm looking for the same role. And at that time, I guess I was like, what, 24? I was coming back 25. Still young, right? Like still like trying to figure it out. Yes. Um, I had a six-figure salary behind me. Like, I wasn't going to just, like, leave that right. not knowing yet, right? Not knowing yet. Like, I hadn't prepared myself like I have at this point in my life. Um, so I got back to Houston. I started working for Occidental Petroleum in November of 2014. Yeah. twenty No, 2015. Yeah. I think it was 2015 because I was with them for two years before I just left. And um, at that point, Carlos and I moved in together, which is like a huge life change. I know people, everybody has their own view about living together Mm -hmm. before marriage or not. Um, You know, Carlos and I both come from uh, immigrant families. Like my parents' family is European. He's Nicaraguan. So there wasn't like this um, strict, I guess you could say, background as Mm -hmm. far as like religious or whatever. Um, everyone chooses their own ways. But for us, it wasn't a problem. Honestly, we wanted to save money. We were together all the time. Um, and at that point, we were like, let's see, you know, let's figure it out. So we moved in together in January. When I got back, it was November. I started working. We, I lived with my parents for a little bit. He moved out of his, um, him and his friend were in a townhome. And we moved in together in January and we lived together for two years. And, um, just recently in December, got married. So he proposed in February. We had an eight month engagement and got married December 31st, 2016, um, which is, if anyone ever plans a New Year's wedding, I highly recommend it. It's so much fun. Everybody (laughs) had the best time. Um, you know, we brought two very cultural families together, which Mm, was just so amazing. Yeah. Like we had a full Russian Jewish family in Nicaraguan. And it was just like amazing. It was so beautiful to be able to bring the families together. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, I feel very blessed because I'm super close to his family and I know Carlos is like a son to my parents. Um, so that's been amazing, but the last six months is where things like totally changed. My life has completely changed. So in November, uh, okay, so let me backtrack a little bit. In the last two years, I also let me mention that the foundation that I also got to be a part of, um, I started group teaching group fitness uh, a year and a half. Like when I got back to Houston in January, um, I started basically teaching group fitness like in August. So I think that next summer. So for a year and a half, I taught group fitness in Houston and I had the opportunity to be um, a part of Revolution as a spin instructor, mm-hmm. which was an f- incredible time in my life. I'm still super close to everyone there and really, really allowed me to shine as like a dance background and performing background and also start to motivate people, not just from a blog perspective, now face to face. Like mm-hmm. I was starting to have the room. full picture, right? It wasn't just like um, surface. And not that the Batista was surface, but it started getting even deeper. Mm-hmm. Like now I'm actually working in corporate. I was working in corporate one time. I was um, teaching at Revolution. I also taught at Equinox for a year. Mm-hmm. So literally I was, I had two full-time jobs. I was teaching as many wow. classes as a full-time instructor. Um, putting, if you put all that together, 
plus I had a full-time job, right? So I taught like six or seven classes, sometimes subbed for Revolution, and I taught like three three or four classes at Equinox. So if you put it all together, I was a full-time oh, girl, instructor. A lot. I mean, it's not just – it's funny because everyone out there that's listening, like, you're inst- we put a lot of time yes. and dedication oh to planning out our class scopes and our music energy. and the energy. Like, I'm getting off of a full day of work, and I have to shift my mindset to, like, I need to give these people life for 45 minutes. And every day was hard, even though mm-hmm. when that music comes on, you know, as instructors and as teachers, we turn it on. But it's sometimes it's really hard mm-hmm. to be like, okay, I have to be in this 100% because that's, that's what, that's what I'm committed to. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't willing to not do that. So I was running myself so thin. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was exhausted. I mean, exhausted. So DHF started also within that time. Uh, it's April 10th. Um, 2015 was our um, grand opening and mm-hmm. talk about starting from the bottom y'all mm-hmm. I rented space all over Houston which started at just a Sunday morning class um, now on top of Equinox Revolution my full-time job oh, dance house fitness uh. picture. yeah so, so what started as just a Sunday morning because that was the only time I physically had left on my schedule yeah. was Sunday morning I taught every other time. Yeah. Every evening and Saturday mornings I taught at Revolution. So if I wanted it, I had to literally create it on the mm-hmm. one day I had available, yes. which was Sunday morning. And shout out to my husband because mm-hmm. he's been a part of all of it. Mm-hmm. And it's not easy. I had to put devote a lot of hours into this, you know, my want to do something over like we need this salary right now. So I have to stay in corporate, right? So now DHF is on the scene and I've got literally three outside roles plus my corporate job, plus my husband, plus my family yes. trying to be, trying to plan a wedding. Yes. Okay. Let's talk about that. So it's a lot. I had Equinox Revolution, Dance House Fitness, planning a wedding and corporate. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Yeah. You know what I'll say though? That's what it takes. That's what it takes. If you're not willing to do that, you're not going to be successful. Mm-hmm. I can't put that out there. I've met so many people that are like, oh my gosh, well, how did you do it? And I'm like, um, I sacrificed everything and anything to be sure that I somehow managed my life. You put in the work. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, it's hard for me to understand people that don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, wait, you just like got to like wake right. up, never have to worry. Mm-mm. I mean, you just got to do whatever you want. I'm so confused. Well, and that's what it takes. It's hard for me to passion. Well, that's what it takes, especially because you could do that if you stayed at your six-figure right. job and just woke up every day and showed up. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So the good news is this, right? From when I started teaching, I created a separate account. So here's like business one hundred and one. Mm-hmm. If you're really trying to plan for something, you need to start saving for it. Yes. So I built an account that was for my revolution. Um, teaching money, my Equinox teaching money. And at that time, Dance House Fitness, because I hadn't like really created the LLC yet. And then that quickly shifted. I took that into another account. So I had three accounts going because Dance House Fitness became its own because I created an LLC for it. Mm -hmm. Because I was a 1099, which obviously is contract for Revolution and for Equinox. And LLC, I was the owner. So I had to create another account. So here I am not tapping into any of that money, right? Which wasn't... Time. It wasn't mm-hmm. like I was making it rowing right. in the dough, but it was me it's planning. Yeah, it's the foundation. So I was renting money, renting money, renting. <laughs> I would dream. That. Hey, can somebody create? <laughs> I wish I could rent money. That'd be amazing. Rent money. Yeah, Wait, home. that would yeah, it's called a loan, and you have to pay it back. Um, so, uh, I also didn't do it alone. I have to give a shout out to Christian Bianchi. He is my business partner, and he has a percentage of the company. He's a co-owner. Um, he was there from the very start. He met me at Equinox, and we became really good friends. Um, so it wasn't really like a, you're going to work with me, but he just, we just clicked and it was natural and he came on board and was there from grand opening to now he's still there with me. And, um, yeah, I mean, my first class had like, well, the grand opening was naturally all my friends and family. Yeah. Like it's not actually clients. Yeah. It's not actually like new clients or like people I don't know. Right. It was like, Hey girl, y'all coming. Like, great. yeah. It was all my girlfriends, right? Yes. And they're like, we're there for you. But my real first class only had three people. Mm-hmm. 
No, two. It was me and two girls. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, right? So I'm renting space. It was only on Sunday. A couple months go by. And you know what I think is important to note about that too? I still I, I still teach one person class. Yes. I don't care. And that's amazing. It's it is it's continuing to keep your attention on what you're committed mm-hmm. to and what you want because it may not start I mean our first podcast episode yeah. now has more and it was like ooh ooh 30 people listen 30 people yeah like, you know, we like, were so, so excited yeah. yeah and that's and now what an average 200 or more yeah. people yeah. episode and at some point in the future it'll be a thousand or more yeah. people mm-hmm. episode and, and that's how it grows and it's we to a certain extent it's like can't control who listens or who yeah. shows up and what we can do is do what we can yeah. for you to and stay committed to what you're creating, which is and this incredible I mean, community. And- yeah. 100%. I think that, you know, what's really neat about this? We're young. Mm-hmm. Like, look what we're doing at the age that we are. Mm-hmm. That's what I have to remind myself. I'm like, damn, Jenny, you're 27. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look what you have done just by 27. Mm-hmm. That's incredible because that's me wanting to inspire not just people above but the people below like young girls young women who I think what people get in the mindset of is it's a monetary thing and it's like it is and it isn't I had no money to just go and start and build a studio I had to plan for it I rented space for like a little bit for one hour you know and started building Mm -hmm. clientele because the reality is this is the reality if you can build a following in a shitty space, when you give them a beautiful space, it's going to blow up mm-hmm. because people are coming to you for what you're offering, not to be in the glitz and glam. And I remind that to people all the time that are just trying to go from zero to hundred. It's like, okay, but like zero to 99, those steps are like really important. Well, look those at the, the glitz important. and glam of our recording studio. Yeah, yeah exactly. I actually personally <laughs> love this. This feels, this is so Homey, this is great. Yes. Yeah, like if you ever get a real studio, it yeah. should have like a couch in it yes. and just like be a yeah, home. Yeah, something more homey. Well, and I um, what else do you need? I have been trying to start a performing arts studio, so like there you teaching go. lessons. There you go. And um, and I'm starting it. Not trying to start. I'm mm-hmm. starting it. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing it out of my home right now. There you go. What's wrong with that? Like, and people keep asking me, "Are you renting space? Like, where is it going to be? Where's the location?" My home. Yeah, which is fine. My living room. Guess what? Do you want to? That's where we are right now. Yes. yes. And it's so cute. Here it's we are. It's like got candles. You We're know? like living it here. I, 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 I like those for them. Yeah. That was, I really liked the mood you said. Um, so anyways, yeah, the last six months. So, you know, I started, DH, we started DHF, um, Christian and I, and slowly started. So I got off the Saturday morning at Revolution at that point and was like, I'm going to add another class. So Saturday and Sunday was like my go-to. So DHF was a weekend workout. Yeah. Like there was no day classes. Yeah. So then I was, had a, I left Equinox for a lot of reasons. It wasn't the right place for me. Um, it, it just started to feel not right. So I left. No, no hard feelings. Them. Great. Do you, be you. It wasn't for me. Um, and I really knew that I needed to start redirecting all of my focus into DHF because now I had more than three people. I had 15. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. I had 15 people. Oh my gosh. I had 20. Yeah. What's happening? 30. Mm-hmm. This was happening. This was slowly happening because a girl would fall in love with my class. And next thing you know, her and her two girlfriends, two girlfriends are coming to class and going to brunch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that was the thing. So, so there's where we are. And then we started, we added a Wednesday night class. So now DHF is Wednesday Saturday and Sunday, yes. and I'm still in corporate, I'm still planning a wedding, and I'm still Revolution, so no longer with Equinox. So then, um, in November, I was like, you know what, Christian, we need to, let's start looking for our own space. It's time. Like, I'm feeling it. Yes. I knew I was starting to want to get out of corporate mm-hmm. um, after Carlos and I got, so I was waiting through the through the wedding. Um, my goal was March, which was not met. I ended up leaving in May. Wait, March, yeah, I left in May, May 24th. So that was those last two months. I was like, no, March was my deadline. Why am I still yeah. here? Um, so in November, uh, I by the way, I didn't have a realtor. I didn't have a commercial real estate agent. I didn't do any of that. I got on LoopNet, shout out to LoopNet, mm. and just started searching every single day for something that made sense from a financial perspective, from like a square footage perspective. 
I, and so during my lunch break, hey, lunch break at corporate, still, like, I have a picture. I wish I could put it on the the screen, but um, (laughs) it was me and Christian were on our lunch break. I have my little corporate tag on my pants in my business outfit. We go to where DHF is now at 1839 Richmond. I'm like, this is it. And Christian's like, Jenny, don't be showing you're excited to the guy. He's going to charge (laughs) me. He was like, stay calm, stay calm. And in my head, I'm like, I'm already seeing where the speaker is going to be, where my office is going to be, the restroom. Here we are with the storage, the stairs. We're going to paint them like this. We're going to get the graffiti wall. It's going to be crisp. It's going to be clean. And Christian's like. like, (laughs) So in November through November, January. Yeah. No. Yes. Okay. So November, we're like, we're talking to the guy. We're negotiating. We had to negotiate down significantly. It was a full, he wanted the full house and we could only afford the second floor. Mm-hmm. So we were like, we're building a wall. We're going to have your second floor. What do you think? The guy was like, fine. You couldn't get anyone to rent the place for a yeah. while. So here we are signing a lease guys, like probably beginning of December. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I just signed a lease, a commercial lease. Mm-hmm. So. This is real. Here we go. Yeah, <laughs> I was up. like, buckle up. So we signed a three-year lease, and if you've never done that, it's very scary because I'm like, wait, I'm gonna be paying. I'm like, I can, like, I'm getting married. I am trying to buy a house at some point, and here I am with basically another mm-hmm. more or less mortgage. Um, but we were in a good place. We had saved the right amount, and um. We went, we created an entire business plan and we got a small business loan, um, which is fantastic. That's how, that was our foundation, which we have to pay back in, you know, a certain amount of time. And yeah, so that all happened. Got married December 31st and opened up DHF full time February 25th. Yes. So the studio's grand opening was February 25th. And um, I also, at that point, beginning of February, uh, left Revolution. Um, it was an incredible parting. Uh, I love the Rev family. It was, I'm still close to them. Some of my best friends teach there. Um, but that was weird, right? Because I was like, dang, I'm going from like a weekend dhf with a Wednesday night on the side to like, this is my full time mm-hmm. baby. Like all of my teaching is going to be in this space. So, but man, did it feel good mm-hmm. because I was taking away these like um, things that were ultimately spreading me really thin and mm-hmm. exhausting me mm-hmm. because I'm not the type of person that can like half ass here and there and there. So if I'm there, I'm going to give you a hundred percent. If I'm here, I'm going to give you a hundred percent or I'm going to try it probably isn't going to be my 100% because right. I physically can't, but I'm going to try. So DHF opened February. So February, March, April, May, I taught 5.30 in the morning, went to my corporate job, taught 5.30 p.m. Oh and 7. So I taught all 19 mm-hmm. classes by myself that DHF offered. We had no instructors. We had no instructors. It was just me. Congratulations. So I'm like, I'm like like now thinking to teach 19 classes. I'm like, how did I do that? But it was mind over matter. I was like, this is how how it has to be. This is it. So finally put in my two weeks notice. At that point, we hired our first instructor, which was Casey. Then we hired our second instructor, which was Courtney. Hired our third instructor, Mm -hmm. which is now Nikki. So I have four people now, plus me, which is a five instructor staff, plus Christian, six, plus our resident DJ. I have a seven-person team. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. What started as like me doing it all with Christian is now seven individuals that are mm-hmm. part of the vision. Yeah. And um and my class count is obviously down. <laughs> like I'm not teaching 19 classes. I think I teach nine now, um, which is significantly better. And I just want to um, pause for a minute. You did all that in five months. Yeah. Five months. Yeah, girl. That's five amazing. That. Yeah. Yeah. It talk about like the grind. It was wow. like, you don't have a choice. Boo. Oh, and we moved to Carlos and I moved in with my parents Mar- mm-hmm. in March because we put in a contract on a home and it was being built. So we have been literally living in the Shug Studios in Montrose. <laughs> oh my God. That's a commute. It's uh, a commute. And that's look, it's not bad at four in the morning when there's no yes. one on the road. It's just me chilling on the way. But um, at night, it's really hard. Like, I'm so tired. I just want to be home. Um, but like, ver- like, 
obviously I know all this has been in my life, but putting it out there, I'm like, damn, that is pretty crazy, huh? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, which just puts it out there that if you want something, whoever you are, whatever you're doing, like you are capable of doing it. Yes. You have to do it. If yes. it's, if there's no, if there's no, um, if there's no, like, nothing that's specifically hindering you from doing it except for you being like, oh, my God, I don't have time. Right. Or, like, I'm so tired. Those are really not options. Like, you just have to do it. You just have to go for it. Mm. And, um, yeah, so now I'm out of corporate two months. The studio has a seven-person team. We're doing fantastic. Mm. Like, cheesy as it sounds, that is my firstborn child. I mean, I will do anything and everything. For DHF and not just DHF, my clientele. And it's weird to say clientele because I truly see them more as like friends right. and peers mm-hmm. because like I know your name when you walk in. You're not going to be like, who are you again? Like, and if I don't remember, like, oh my gosh, girl, like I have yeah. learned a hundred million people's names today. Remind, Remind me. me. And I'm going to know. You're not yes. going to forget because that, that counts. Oh, it yeah. Counts. It makes a huge difference. It counts. It makes a huge difference. And I think that there are the people that get it right from a fitness perspective, they're on that, they're mm-hmm. on that mindset because the people that walk through your doors are obviously looking to get healthy and get strong, but they're also looking for an outlet to like live and breathe and let go mm-hmm. of whatever else is happening in their life. And for some people, you know, there's really, really hard shit that they're going through. And for other people, they really are just like, oh my gosh, I should get this workout in and out, in and out. Mm-hmm. But then like that moment you say something and it, sinks into for those people that aren't as concerned about the like emotional right. stuff like dang that really meant something to me mm-hmm. and that's when you know you're changing lives mm-hmm. because it's the people that aren't used to the emotional being a part of the physical is where they're like dang like this is why I love being here I feel right. something here yes. you know wow so yeah this is where I'm at and you know it's been crazy it's so been crazy fantastic it's been crazy it's it's it's, and it's crazy to think that this is really just the start because oh. I'm just like, wait, what? I feel like I'm, I'm like the little, what's that little, uh, the, the little, little, the little train that like just not, you know, the engine that could, the, the that could. that's me. I'm the little engine that could. Yeah. Because I mean, you know, my goal is to open up our next studio in 2018 yeah. and you know, obviously I want a family. Like that's yeah. definitely in the picture. Like I want kids. I want all these things and it's going to happen. It's just, yes. it it's, is. I really do think that there isn't a perfect time for certain things, but certain things happen at a perfect time. Mm-hmm. Doesn't that sound cheesy, but it's that. so true because I didn't necessarily plan for DHF to be where I am when I left college and was changing my personal life mm-hmm. from like a healthy perspective. And that's where it took me because my love for dance, my love for like sculpting and toning and things of that sort came together. And now are a vision for something that can be a part of other people's lives. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's been wild. I'm like, wait, I'm so confused. I'm so Sometimes confused. I literally wake up and I'm like, well, I'll walk into the studio. I'm like, wait, I own this. This, this is, is mine. Yeah, it's gotta be incredible. It's, it's the craziest feeling. I'm still not used to it. Mm-hmm. I'm really not wow. used to it. You know, I've always worked for others yes and now I'm like wait I work for myself you're doing such a good job of like putting it out there too like what and there's nothing creating. wrong with that I love that you know because I think that the reality is the reality is I believe in it that much mm-hmm. and the reality is there are people that aren't gonna be on board and mm-hmm. aren't gonna believe in what you're creating but that's okay oh yeah that's fine we've talked about that before that's too. fine yeah. I I don't need everyone to be mm-hmm. a part of my vision and a part of what I want to create. I need for me to be a part of it and those who want to be a part of it mm-hmm. and see it value them. Because the reality is they're going to get something out of it that those people that aren't interested are going to get out of it anyways. Yeah. Yes. Um, and I actually don't want those people yeah. to be a part of it if they're choosing not to. Right. I'm like, like that's you fine. Want your yeah. Tribe yeah. That's and your fine. Tribe of people who are in alignment with what you're creating in the world. 100%. You're making, what you're doing. Those are your people. Those are your people. And those are, I, one thing I will tell you, that's just the best feeling when you become a business owner and when you become like a visionary, whatever mm-hmm. is the loyalty 
that people will show you when you show them. I mean, I invest a lot of my being in offering a product to my classes and to my friends slash clientele. And I know that they reciprocate that and they're willing to be that loyal back to me, um, which is incredible, right? Mm -hmm. Because that's where that tribe comes from. And that's where that like, what do we need to do? Like, we're going to be there. You know, I have a group of girls, like they literally like anything. I'm like, Hey, we're going to be doing this event. They're like, where do I sign up? And it's like, that's awesome. You know, that you have that because I don't know where DHF is ultimately headed, but it's going to be something big. And I'm always going to know and reflect on these initial times where Mm -hmm. it's like growth, because if you don't, you forget about what you're creating and why. And that's not the point. The point is to create it and grow it, but always know that this is, this is why this Mm -hmm. is what we're doing. Um, but one of my favorite things is ultimately like the motivational inspirational factor from like a female perspective. I mean, I've had two significant success stories. Um, one is my girl Coco. She's might listen to this. I'll tell her to listen to it. She's lost not Coco, not that Coco. Another so uh, Corey Summer, yeah. So but I love that Coco out. too. Love all, all Coco, all the Cocos. Yeah. So Corey Summer, she's lost um, thirty pounds with me. Amazing. So she became one of my first clients in February. She's lost thirty pounds with me. Her life is changing. Um, I've got Jan, who's lost over twenty, and they're both like just continuously on this mm-hmm. journey. Yeah. And they've never felt comfortable. They said anywhere but DHF mm-hmm. to create that part to 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 change their life like they have. Yeah. Like that is something that you cannot even put Mm -hmm. words to price tag. I mean, there's nothing Mm -mm. that is just a direct reflection of like, okay, what we're doing is really changing someone's life. Yes, absolutely. Usually there's no other, there's just no other. Yeah. I don't know. And I know that those are, I mean, there's, there's going to be countless more, you know what it's I mean? Crazy. It's just going to be on top. I know. Of I actually, another. speaking of which, I'm going to add like a little testimonials portion yes. to our website because I'm like, I, people need to know this yeah, about you. you. Should. People need to know that you're doing these things and I'm just a part of it. I'm facilitating. You're the one that's showing up to class. You're the one that's doing this yes. for yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm just here to continue being a part of it with you. Be a I stand mean, for you. Yeah. I'm a stand mm-hmm. for you because I mean, I always say that, like, you can show up, but how you show up and how you show out is different, right? Mm -hmm. Because you can show up and be like, I'm here. I'm just going to, like, figure it out. And there's going to be days, there's days like that for me. I'm like, oh, my God, I have to teach in an hour. Like, I'm not going to make it. No, I know. (laughs) I'm not making it today. Um, And then one person comes up to you and they're like, oh, my gosh, I'm so excited for class. I'm like, okay, me too. I'm yeah, excited. Everything. I'm yeah, and so we have that. We talk about that. Yeah. In teaching yoga too. There are days when before I get to the studio, I'm like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. going to yoga. Mm-hmm. And not all the time, and rarely sometimes. actually for me. And sometimes it does happen. And the moment though that I step into the studio it's and done. I say hi to the first human in there, mm-hmm. whatever I had in my space, yeah, it's 100%. gone. I am. I I get rejuvenated, re-energized, and re-energized through being there with others. 100%. Mm-hmm. That's the best part about the job. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's the best part is mm-hmm. is that right there, mm-hmm. is the connections you're making, Absolutely. the changes you're seeing in others. Yes. I mean, it's a continuous growth for us as instructors mm-hmm. and as teachers. I mean, mm-hmm. it really is, right? Because when you see growth in your students, it's a direct reflection of your growth too because, man, I'm doing something right. Yeah. Right? Because they're starting to get it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. I know. Your story. I love you, girls. We just are. Y'all are the best. It's easy. So it, I feel like I've known y'all forever. I know. And we accidentally met on the yoga mat. Whose class was I taking? I don't remember. It was, it, was, it was a seven in the morning. It was someone new. So it, I can't remember. I can't even. I, I don't I remember. Even remember yeah. Who it was, but honestly. I was like, yeah. And, but our friend Lisa introduced, Lisa introduced us. us. And I was like, oh, yes, I know. And girls. I was like, yeah. I have yeah. been wanting to talk to you. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, Haley yeah. was there one day and just like, yeah. And then I took Coco's class and you girls were in the morning. You were about to be up. It just mm-hmm. was like perfect. I know. So it's we're crazy. so thankful that you took time Aww. to talk with us. I love it. And this is going to make I love a what you all are doing. huge impact. Huge impact. I love huge. what y'all are doing. And we can't wait to come to class. I we tried to come last night and <laughs> waitlisted. We were like, oh. 
Come anytime. Let me know. <laughs> We're so know. excited. Yeah. It's so fun. It's so fun. Your videos are fantastic. Thanks, girl. Yes. Like, yes. Listeners, fun. if you're in Houston or if you're popping through whoop, whoop. Houston, pop in. Yes. Let's pop it. Where can people find <laughs> yes. you? Yeah. So um, the two ways to follow me and connect with me, um, well, first of all, you can come into the studio anytime. Let's be yes. face to face. But from a social perspective, you can follow Dance House Fitness mm-hmm. on Facebook and Instagram, Dance House Fitness in all one word, I guess, form. And then at the Fatista, which is T-H-E-F-I-T-I-S-T-A. And then just like holler at me. It's so funny because I am who I am there and here. It's It's crazy, right? Yes. And I will say, uh, Gina Marie and I were talking and we tried, I just got back from Panama. And so we, we tried so hard to get to your class this week. Yeah. It was weightless. And we're like, all right, girl. All right, girl. Anytime. We're coming. And though, I have heard nothing. Yes. We've but, heard oh, phenomenal. That's incredible. Things. I'm like, so glad to hear that. Nancy just comes in and she goes, you have to go. Stop <laughs> what you're doing. Go to Stop yeah. everything you're doing and show go up. Right there. And yes. one thing that that's I want to so say funny. to you that I heard, just to like let you know, is that people that I had talked to, like it is way more than dance yeah. and they say the way that you create such a safe and loving and fun like environment yeah. that they all left discovering something new about themselves yeah. and um putting themselves out there that's a Trying gift it. that you oh. just yes. don't make me cry so on much. air <laughs> Welcome like, to our lives. Yeah, I'm like, this is, that's what I want. I, no. and I preach that I don't want it to just be about dance and like the mm-hmm. physical. It's just like, it's, it's what you're doing more than that. You're expressing, you're feeling, you're moving, you're creating, you're right. changing within four walls. I mean, that's the reality. And you're doing it, sister. Thanks, boo. You're doing it. We're going to keep doing it. She's going to keep right. find doing us. It. Keep okay, doing find it. Find her. Thank you for listening. Yes. This has been. Oh, wow. Every time. We every just... time. Every time. Oh, y'all, y'all get to talk to the coolest people. I just want to come hang out. I know. Y'all talk to people. Because I feel like this would be such a fun. Yeah. Candles will be lit. I'm going to be like, wait, I want to get into the podcast. How do I become a part of it? Oh, it's so Anytime. It's so amazing. Oh okay, listeners. Well, thank you. We love you guys we so much. We love you. Bye. Bye.